0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, J215 Forever. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, right there, you take a look at my page, the Know Your Role Player Podcast page. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Music, and many, many more. So if you download the Anchor app, which I'll tell you to do in the beginning of this show. You make a profile, you search K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-A-P-L-A-Y-E-R, you will find my link and everything else, all right? So guys, <laughs> I know y'all been waiting, man. I know y'all wanted to, I didn't know how to come at this or which way or which angle. Um, I'm in the process of getting my new computer. Uh, hope everybody's week is going well. Today is Friday. I'm recording currently at 8.31. Um... Once I'm done recording, I'm going to jump into the Mavericks-Lakers games and check out all the Friday night games. Uh, I'm going to do a Saturday podcast with E, but once we do that, I'm done doing Saturday podcasts. So I'm going to do a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Friday, or Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. But I'm no longer doing Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday because I'm realizing it's so bad for me to find balance in my schedule. So, I don't mind working hard, but it has to work smart and hard, you know? Two things can be true, in a sense. All right? So, we're going to pick up right where we left off, all right? So, when I left y'all, I gave y'all the Monday pod. No, I gave you the Wednesday pod. And so, we're going to pick off right from Thursday last night. Okay, so the Hawks. Okay, let's talk about the breaking news. Where do do y'all want to start from? Do y'all want to talk about the Sixers? Do y'all want to talk about the... Let's talk about the Sixers, all right? So the Sixers defeated the Timberwolves, one seventeen to ninety five. Now you would say, hey, the Sixers—they played a Timberwolves team. They were both three and zero. The Sixers are now four and zero. had the most undefeated team left in the NBA. That's great. But there was a game inside the game. So Joel Embiid and Karl-Anthony Towns are both top five centers. And for a long time, Karl-Anthony Towns has been talking real spicy behind the scenes. Telling everybody Embiid's overrated. he always gets hurt, I'm a better three-point shooter, I'm a better athlete, I'm more agile, I'm just a better player. Embiid, Embiid is what I like to call the antagonist. If he knows he can get to you, he will get to you. And uh, Wiggins, he's a really nice guy, but he's... He's thin-skinned. It's easy to get under his skin. So they were pushing each other, and B started talking trash, even though he said on Zach Lowe's podcast that he wouldn't talk trash anymore, right? And so, you know, they were going back forfeited, and so they double-teamed Towns one play. He got mad and turned the ball over, all right? Uh, that's their job. It's supposed to double-team him. Now, they get into a big fight, all right? um they didn't actually throw pensions which they shouldn't because they didn't want to get suspended they start grabbing each other but more importantly as they go towards the ground ben simmons come out of nowhere right he comes out of nowhere pushes Towns to the ground puts him in a choke holder carl anthony towns is choking out there's like this uh video online of him tapping out saying one two three he's out for the count oh in the people's elbow so um it was really funny um I'ma say this one way. Philadelphia is a real city. And what I mean by real, you have to be whatever you say you are, or everybody gonna say you frauding or you capping. Okay, so if you say you're tough, you gotta be tough. If you say you're a nice guy, you gotta be a nice guy. Whatever you portray yourself to be to the world, they're gonna hold you accountable to. Or they're gonna just take out their friends and say, look, man, I saw the bull in the Bentley on Instagram. He over here frauding. Alright? So, um, that's pretty much it with that. But back inside of the game, um, the Tixers is just a better team than the uh Timberwolves. Uh, unfortunately, you know the Timberwolves only have one draft pick that decided to pan out. Um, I don't know whatever happened to Andrew Wiggins, but um, he's just a bum. He doesn't work hard and he doesn't have any heart. And I'm never gonna stop saying that because he's never gonna do anything about it. So I-, I had to realize one thing: there are winners and losers in life, and anybody can win. But in order for there to really be winners, there has to be losers. It's just the law of averages. For every good, there is bad. And so, if Andrew Wiggins, I appreciate him because he makes me appreciate a Joel Embiid much more—a guy that's going to work on his game, that's going to get better, and it's not going to make excuses and not be enabled. All right, so I want to shout out to Embiid for being a great player, and I want to shout out to Andrew Wiggins for being a loser, a bum, and lazy, and he'll never amount to anything other than an average NBA player with no heart. All right, Sixers won one seventeen ninety five. Embiid got suspended two games. Towns got suspended two games. Um, Ben Simmons actually did not get suspended. All right. Um, Minnesota was upset because they said, how can Carlton Towns get suspended? But the the Sixers was just a better team. They outclassed them. Um, They played a better defense. They got them to turn the ball over a bunch, and that's just it. All right. But I want to say one last thing about this. I've never talked about why I didn't like the Jimmy Butler trade. Okay. So before the season, the Sixers, after they lost to Boston, they still had Robert Covington, Daryl Sarek, a future first-round pick, and Landry Shamit. So Landry Shamit wound up being one of the best shooters in his draft class, and we traded him to the Los Angeles Clippers for Tobias Harris. But here's my problem. Let's say we don't change for Jimmy Butler. Okay, so we keep Covington, we keep Sarek, and we keep our first-round pick. We trade for Tobias Harris still, all right? So we'll give them, I don't know, maybe Sarek, a first-round pick, and maybe another player until we get... um. Tobias, Covington, and we keep shaming. Now we got three guys that can shoot, all right? Um, Hopefully, we still get Matisse Thibault. So we got a 3 and D player, but I really thought that um, the Sixers probably made a mistake with Jimmy Butler just because I thought they gave up too much to get him, you know? I didn't think he was staying. If you know he wasn't staying, you gave up two guys that are going to be starters in this league in Covington and Saric, and they were on more than reasonable contracts, so... I just never agree with the trade. Jimmy Butler only cares about Jimmy Butler, and he only works for Jimmy Butler. All right, so that's just my feelings on him, and we're going to keep it moving. The Cleveland Cavaliers defeated the Chicago Bulls 117-111, to 111, all right? Um, the Bulls are 1-4, and four, and they should not be losing to the Cavaliers. It's that simple. All right, but let me give you all the box score. Give you all what I like, what I didn't like. Let's go. Okay, so for the um, Bulls, they had a lot of balanced scoring. Larry Markin 16, Adam Porter Jr. 16, Wendell Carter Jr. 16, Zach Levine 16, and Thaddeus Young 14. But the Cavs were better. Kevin Love, 17 and 20, getting them old Kevin Love numbers back with six assists. Tristan Thompson. If Tristan Thompson has 23 points and 10 rebounds, they're going to win the game. All right, it's that simple. Uh, Jordan Clarkson had 17 points. If Jordan Clarkson scores consistently without making them look like an idiot, they're going to win the game. And that's it. See, I, I said this before, guys. And everybody had the Bulls making the playoffs. And I said, "Who on that team is playing defense? Nobody." Let's keep it moving. Um, give me one second. Here. Uh, do I talk about those games? I can talk about those later. Let's go. All right, the Knicks and the Magic. The Magic actually defeated the Knicks. I actually, uh, got this pick wrong. If y'all remember, I actually took the Knicks because we previewed these games on Tuesday. Um, the Magic are looking good, man. Let's give me a little box score of love. Um, Aaron Gordon, 15 points, 11 rebounds, three for six from the three-point line. Oh, it's very important. Nikolai Vujicic, 21 and 13, two for four from the three-point line. Evan Fournier, um, two for four from the three-point line, uh, three rebounds, three assists, 14 points. Eric Aminu, three for nine, two for three from the field, eight rebounds, one assist, 2% 2% of fouls. Mo Bamba, 4 for 7. They had balance scoring. Basically, everybody scored. Uh, what did Markel Force do? 7 points. Didn't hit a 3. But they had a lot of balance scoring. They had 4 guys over double figures and 5 guys with over 9 points and more. So they really had balance scoring throughout the whole lineup. As far as the Knicks, other than Julius Randle, nobody else had 10 points. So that's what that game comes down to. Um, I'm still optimistic that the Knicks will play a little bit better at some point this season, but they're not going to be a good team, but they're going to be more competitive than that because I didn't think most of the game, they didn't compete next the Pistons and the Raptors. All right. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I I took the Raptors. I jokingly took the Pistons, but I said, yo, the Raptors are going to win this game. They have a lot of talent actually. Okay. So, um, let's show them some love. Paul Siakam. I said he couldn't do it. He shut me up. 30 rebounds, uh, five assists. Five rebounds and three points. Alright. Uh nine of fifteen from the free throw line uh field goal line. One of two from the three point line. Norman Powell had a huge game. Seven hashtag know your role player. Seven of ten from the field goal line. Three for five from the three point line. Nineteen points. I just feel like this most teams that Toronto can defend if they don't have an elite guard or wing player, and they have a uh elite rim presence. So I just think we can beat them and we're gonna keep it moving. Okay, this is an interesting game. Remember, y'all, I called the upset. I took Boston beating Milwaukee and they did. Uh and I said they're gonna have a balanced scoring. Kimba had thirty two, but it wasn't just Kimba. Uh but Kimba for a long time was killing the Sixers too. So I'm really happy that he decided to, you know, kill some other team because I got tired of it. Uh Middleton had twenty two, twenty six point six rebounds. Uh, you know, Giannis had 22 points. If Giannis doesn't score 35 points, they're going to lose. I'm sorry. You're not a naturally born scorer, so I just don't think he can get the buckets, but he has to do it in his way, not just trying to get buckets to get buckets. All right, next game. The Pacers defeated the Brooklyn Nets 118-105. Uh, Sabonis had 25 points. Jeremy Land, uh, Sabonis had 29 points. Jeremy Land wound up having 25 points. And if those guys are going to play at this level, they're going to win. Again, I keep telling everybody, Kyrie Irving has said every shake and bake move does not correlate to winning. They're not that cool. All right? Um, As far as the Nets stick, Kyrie's going to score 28 points a game, but they're going to lose every game. You know, he's going to have to make a conscious decision whether he wants to be a point guard or he wants to be a scorer and get all the love and lose all the games. But he has to make that decision. All right, let's keep it moving. Once again, I picked the trailblaze. Actually, I picked the Thunder, so I got this one wrong. Um, I just picked him to kind of upset him just cause he was playing hard enough for a lot of pride, you know, and they didn't, um, next game, the Rockets, the Wizards, the Rockets scored 159 points to beat the Wizards. Yo dog, that's crazy. You know, like, that, that doesn't make any sense. So I don't even know what to say about that one, but, um, let me look at these box scores real quick. Harden had 59 points. That's crazy. And I'm going to say this to defend Harden again. I'm not the biggest Harden fan, but if you're scoring this many points in a row, you're not just cheating the game. You're doing something right. So let me give him a little bit of love with that. All right. Uh, Bradley Beal, 46 points, 7 to 12 in the three-point line. He's the only reason. If he wasn't in there, we would have lost by 40, honestly. It would have been good for the you know Cavs pushing John back. He, he knew he was going to him. That's why I don't understand why Nike was just not in a rush to move. If I saw the market of them going to somewhere, we would have just seen it. But uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, The Wizards stink, but they're going to be very competitive. So they're going to play everybody close with Bradley Beal and company, but they're not going to be actually good enough to win a game. It sucks, but such is life. Clippers Jazz. Again, I called this one too. I said, y'all, Mike Conley going to get it together. Guys, he's gonna have 36 points. He had 29, but he got it together, and they won, all right? Uh, Sometimes the Clippers just go into these weird ruts where they don't really want to play hard, and that's up to the individual. But as long as I'm here and the good Lord gives me two feet and a hand to wake up, I'm waking up and I'm making it happen. All right, you can't make excuses for it. Which listen, Will Smith said this, and I listen to this every day. In order to get everything you want in life, you have to commit. You have to let go of fear and insecurity. All right, I really do believe that. Um, and that's it, man. These guys are like a. It's a lot of great things going on in the NBA, and um, as great as the Clippers are, they lost to Utah, which is also four and one. So I know Utah beat the Lakers, and everybody was celebrating that. But Utah's still a really good team. The Charlotte Hornets won again, y'all. But before we talk about them, we're going to talk about the Phoenix Suns defeating the Golden State Warriors 121-110. to And I don't celebrate people's injuries because in this game, Stephen Carey breaks his hand. And he reported about an hour ago, he's out for three to four months. So he might not play this year. So it's conspiracy time, all right? Y'all check me out. I've been working on this all morning. The Warriors tank the season. They don't let Steph play. They fake an injury for Draymond. They don't let Draymond play. They tell D'Angelo Russell, do whatever you want, or he can go missing two with that CBD, all right? They take the uh, kitchen. I mean, excuse me, not the kitchen. I'm so tired, y'all. They take the... Wow, I really just said the kitchen. Okay, they're going to be out. This is a conspiracy thing. Let me give it back to you again. Curry out for the season. Let Draymond sit out for the season. Let D'Angelo Russell uh, lose every game while scoring 40 points. They're going to draft... Uh the other ball, Lamelo ball, bring him back with Curry and Thompson next year. Uh they're gonna sign one more wing player and win a championship. I really believe that's gonna happen. Alright, and uh we're gonna see about that. Uh I like the Phoenix Suns. They've been playing with grit and effort and attitude, and they never ever done that. So whatever you did, whoever's brain is taps, let's keep tapping it and let's keep getting great. Alright, but I honestly think this Warriors season is over. Um, Steve Kerr said they came back down early. Yeah, you were spoiled for the last two or year, three years with Curry's excellence and with Durant. Now it's getting real. Now you suffer what every team has to suffer. And, hey, you get what you get, man. I think Durant's on this, like, weird journey of proving himself to people that don't care. Because it's always arguing with, like, these bums on Twitter. It's like, dude, if I had as much money as you, I would never argue with bums on Twitter. They probably live in the basement. That doesn't make any sense. All right, next game. The Charlotte Hornets won 118-111. to 111. All right. I don't know what's going on with the Kings. They're 0-5. De'Aaron Fox looks really slow. P.J. Washington has been the best role player in the league. He scored 23 points to lead them. All right? So, if you want to review the Know Your Role Player podcast, check me out. I got one more game, and I'm going to get you all out of here. And I want to give you one last update on something. All right? Uh, I talked about Hornets, Kings, Clippers, Jazz. Uh, Let's talk about Thursday's games now. So, on Thursday... The Miami Heat defeated the Atlanta Hawks 106-97. Trey Young didn't play. I saw that coming. But this is the game I want to talk to. I'm going to kind of slide by that game. This is the game I really want to talk to you all about. The New Orleans Pelicans finally get a first win of the season by defeating the Denver Nuggets. My Western Conference favorite played Denver Nuggets. And one thing I noticed is that Nikolai Jokic decides to pick and choose what games he goes hard in. On some games, he scores you know, with them bright lights, he turns it up. But when them games got low, he started drooping his head and sinking into the hoodie. No, you got to get out of the hoodie. You got to get out your own head, and you got to make it happen. When Zeon comes back for this team, Kenny the Jet, says, Kenny the Jet Smith said, it, and I'm going to follow him, when Zion Williamson, not Zion, Brian, Zion, when Zeon Williamson comes back, they are making the playoffs because they're this close right now to all these games. If they had a guy who can get an easy bucket and a dunk, they'd be out, but he can really dunk. All right, or we can at least try to see if he can. Um, you know, when Zeon comes back, you can get that inside presence, and then you can free up the shooters more. But more with, with Jokic, when he plays lazy and gets those two early fouls, the team pickups after him. So they were kind of playing slothful, and I don't know what they got into him because I've seen you work, and when you work, you work. You know, we always know who's working and who's not. The loudest people in the room are probably the ones working the least hardest. But revenge is so sweet baby and it's served on a dish best served like this the la clippers defeated the san antonio spurs in clipperland 103 to 97 uh, land, uh Ka- Kawhi Leonard has said before he's the best player in the league and he proved it uh 38 points versus the spurs and honestly he gave even about way more all right uh, he also had 12 rebounds and 6 assists. So Kawhi isn't as part of his game where he's truly stepping into his greatness. As LeBron ages and his knees starts to hurt more and he starts to lose more and more hair, Kawhi only gets better. He doesn't worry about other men. You know, um, He shouldn't be trying to egg on another man. You know what I'm saying? You're a grown man. So I don't feel bad for people who don't. Somebody told me if you're not in jail and if you woke up, you're winning. So I don't feel bad for people who don't try to make their own lives better. You know what I'm saying? You need to find a sense of uh, direction and awareness. But back to this game, Kawhi tore them up, man. He just tore them up. He tore them up. He tore them up. The Spurs actually are a really good team. I still have the Spurs making the playoffs. I'm not going to kill that La Familia relationship. But um, I'm I'm still optimistic on the Spurs. Uh, If not, free them and let Ke- Kevin Love play, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can try to get you a the job a judge right now. And that's pretty much it, guys. Now, I wanted to talk about one more thing, and I'm going to get you out of here. I wanted to preview Friday's games, and I only want to talk about one thing. ESPN has just changed the line from the Lakers being favored by one to the line doing even. So they're really starting to be bullish on the Mavericks. The Mavericks are going to finish the season with a top five defense, and the Lakers have the third worst pick and roll defense. Something has to give. LeBron no longer plays defense. They're going to play some sloppy Avery Bradley or double-jumping Danny Green on Luka Doncic. He's going to tear them all up. He's going to post them up and shoot all over them. All right, so I don't know what exactly you can I know how to play them, but they don't. Um, I really believe Porzingis can push Anthony Davis around. Davis is still kind of playing with that shoulder. He's still a little bit hurt, still kind of banged up. So I think if Porzingis leans on that shoulder and really gets into it, it will be all right, man. But uh, whenever you can, I want to tell you one last thing. I have hats, shirts, hoodies, and many more coming. But in order for that stuff to happen, y'all got to share this page. Like it on the Facebook page. Like it on the Instagram page. Like it on the Twitter page. Like, 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 like and help your boy out. In five years, I've been saying this for a while, I have the number one podcast in America. Until then, I have work to do. My ambition is at an all-time high. Two things are going to happen. I'm going to reach all of my goals, or I'm going to be a complete failure, and I do not plan on being the second ever, ever, and ever. All right, and that's it. I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet. The next one is tomorrow. where we recap the Friday games. Y'all be good. This is the Know Euro Role Player podcast with J215 forever. I am out. Boom! All right, guys. One last thing I had to talk about. With Steph Curry being hurt, Um, I got to address this one bozo. His name is Brian. He knows who he is. He's just like this bum dude. You know what I mean? He be hating on Steph Curry. I always say, it's not good for your skin to hate on a black man. So, Stephen Curry is a three-time Hall of Famer excuse me, not three-time Hall of Famer, a three-time NBA champion. He is the reason why the Warriors are the championship. He's not just a great shooter. All right, Brian? He's not just a great shooter. You know what else he is, Brian? He's a great player. He's a great leader. When Kyrie could lead, if he told he could leave LeBron, he folded. Steph Curry never folded. Steve Curry said he's one of the greatest leaders and hardest workers he's ever seen. He's not just a great shooter. When he won the... Uh, MVP, unanimously in 2016, unlike LeBron, you know what else he did? He led the league in points in the paint after also breaking the three-point record. He's broken his own record four times. Now, you keep saying he's only a shooter. He's been top 10 in assists the last eight years. Who changed the NBA, LeBron and Steph Curry? Well, LeBron dunks and makes a bunch of dumb faces. You cannot get drafted in today's NBA without shooting. That is a direct reflection of Stephen Curry. All right, so Stephen Curry really is, he's the reason why they won. So you just have to understand that. So if you look at the totality of it, Stephen Curry is going to break the NBA record in threes. Uh, He's going to win three championships. The same, remember, the same as the greatest player of all time that had to go play with Dwayne Weed. So let's remember what LeBron did in Cleveland. How many championships, Brian, did LeBron win in Cleveland? None. How much leadership did LeBron have in Cleveland? None. He had to go play with Dwayne Wade, go hop on somebody else's back, hop on another team's back, and go in with them. Oh, and then when they played Dallas, he fizzled. He started saying, "Yo, y'all, y'all got to go back to doing your regular jobs, and I got to go back to doing what I got to go back to. Do. Whoa, whoa, what? whoa, whoa What? Whoa, whoa, what? 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 Yeah, I know. So just remember, as much as you talk about Steph Curry, I want you to bring up that LeBron was in Cleveland in your hometown. He quit on the team. You witnessed him quitting. You witnessed LeBron quitting on Cleveland, going to Miami, hopping on Dwayne Wade's team, following Dwayne Wade's leadership, getting a championship from him. And then when Wade, you know, when the rest of the team got there, he said, "Uh, uh I don't got no loyalty. I'm finna dip. That's what your man did. So make sure you keep bringing it up, Brian. Keep talking about how LeBron quit on Cleveland. You're not going to talk about that. Steph Curry has never changed teams. LeBron has changed three teams. Somebody tell me what loyalty and keep changing. Oh, it doesn't mean I don't want to hear that stuff. So, I don't know, but by the time this record ends, maybe LeBron will try to get traded to the Sixers because every time he tries to lose, it's the radio boy's fault, it's the water boy's fault, it's every coach's fault, it's Kevin Love's fault, it's Chris Bosh's fault. I can't stand LeBron. I'm going to just say it like that. You know why? Because it's propaganda. When he wins, he's better than Jordan, and when he loses, it's everybody else's fault. He's going to retire on eight teams with three championships. Steph Curry's going to retire on one team with three championships. But you don't want to talk about that. No leadership, quitability. Captain quit a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's not fear. We got, oh, well, life isn't fear. But they got Kevin Durant. Oh, well, deal with it. If you're better than Jordan, deal with it. But you can't. So you keep making excuses. So I want you to remember, the next time you go tweeting about Steph Curry, tweet that LeBron is a quitter. LeBron quit versus uh, when the heat blew him out. He quit, went to Miami, hopped on another team's player, no longer became a leader. He hopped on another man's swag, followed his team, uh, hopped on their weave, got two champions from them, dipped on his best friend, quit on his best friend after his best friend taught him how to be a leader. Yeah, I know. It's getting real quiet in here. Crickets. But you don't want to talk about that. He's one of the worst defensive players I've ever seen in my life the last two years. Kyle Kuzma, some goofy dude with some goofy curly top, had to push the greatest player into playing defense because he refused to do it. But you won't talk about that, Brian. So until you talk about LeBron quitting in Cleveland, hopping on Dwayne Wade's team, and following Dwayne Wade's leadership, do not talk about Steph Curry. This is the Know Your Role Player podcast y'all be good.